Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to ask, should you have a business or a life coach? So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. So depending on your experience and depending on your frame of reference, you may feel one of a couple of different ways about coaches. Some people feel as though it's sort of hocus pocus, a little bit of fluffy nonsense. And why would you ever need that? Because really you sort of have to do things on your own. Other people swear by it. They think that having a coach is literally the secret that unlocks higher productivity and greater levels of success. So what is the right answer? Well, I think a lot of it depends on your perspective and a lot of it depends on what your expectations are to get out of the relationship. So first off, I would say that, you know, if you are someone who is resourceful, if you're someone who feels, you know, pretty connected, you got a good idea of where you're going, you don't really see any major stumbling blocks right now, and you're sort of on the path in other words, you haven't plateaued, everything's going really well, then you're probably at a point where it's okay to just keep doing what you're doing. But if you've either you know, plateaued or gotten to a point where you feel as though maybe you're just not achieving all that you could, if you're at a point where you, know, you feel as though there's some kind of obstacle that you just can't seem to get past or a certain level that you can't break through, and that would make you a much stronger candidate for that kind of, of coaching. I think the most important thing is not so much whether or not you believe in it or whether or not you go forward with it, but rather the way that you set your expectations. Um, you know, the challenge that I see and the problem that I see with some people is while they swear by coaching, I was at a, um, a coaching like seminar thing several years ago, I was working for a company and the owner of the company decided it would be a really great thing. It was a small entrepreneurial company. And I think there were six of us in the office. And she decided, you know what? Um, there was a coach in the city that, you know, she loved and swore by. And so she said, you know what? Let's go in and let's have this really empowering, sort of uplifting experience where it'll get us all excited and rejuvenated and focused, and then we'll come back and it'll be productive and good for everybody. So, you know, she's gonna bear the expense of the coaching. She's gonna bear the expense of taking us a day out of the office. So we're obviously not generating revenue. And, you know, it was a, it was a, a nice investment for her to make in terms of what we were doing. And I had had enough experience. I mean, I, I know sort of the personal development and self-help guys and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, we go and we arrive at this office and the guy comes out and we're sort of on a top floor, I would say, of a residential apartment building. So it's a little bit weird, but they had it sort of converted into this makeshift office. And so we go in there and there's probably maybe 20, 25 people in there, including us. And there's the coach and there's his assistant, who's also like his girlfriend or whatever. And so um, he starts, he plays this music and stuff and he starts talking and, you know, he's a decent enough speaker. I didn't know him. 
I had never heard of him before. And so I didn't really know, you know, what to expect. And so he starts going through some of the exercises that he wants us to do to feel empowered and to feel, uh, you know, excited and motivated for the next step in our, you know, life's or career's journey. And that was all fine and good. I mean, personally for me, I, I didn't really like him uh, as, as, a, as a coach. Um, it wasn't so much his message. I just didn't really have a lot of stake or buy-in to him. You know, now I'm not in general that skeptical. Um, there are, you know, coaches and, and mentors and people that I've, I've worked with in the past that I have a great deal of respect for and, and listen to everything they say. So I wouldn't really say I'm in one camp or the other. I think it can be sort of um, cheesy or unnecessary or not even good. I also think it can be transformative. So I'm sort of in the middle. But in this particular guy, uh, I didn't really buy that into him. But what was more interesting to me was when he started to ask questions about things and he started to look around the room and I saw the people that were answering, the thing that shocked me the most was that almost everybody in the room was somebody who clearly had been a client of his for an extended period of time. They referenced prior things in their relationship uh, with, you know, with this coach. They talked about other stuff. They, um, you know, were, were referencing other seminars they had been to and other events with this guy. Now, this was not some mega event where it's going to be different each time. I imagine a lot of his events are probably pretty similar. And what struck me about that was, on the one hand, you could give him a lot of credit. He had built this, you know, consultancy where he's doing coaching and he had a pretty loyal following. It was small, but it was pretty loyal that, you know, they were there, they were excited. Everybody was into what he was doing. And um, so from that perspective, I guess, you know, he deserves a little bit of credit. On the flip side of it, I started to wonder to myself, you know, what was it that was making these people keep coming back? You know, if, if they're experiencing the same thing over and over and over again, yet they keep paying money to come back to these events, you know, why is that? I mean, on some level, right, shouldn't their expectation be that if I'm being, you know, coached, if I'm being developed by this guy, in order to get to a level that I want to get to, or unlock some productivity or success, shouldn't there be an end to that? Shouldn't there be, a you know, as fond of feelings as you'd have for the person who's coaching you, shouldn't there be a point where you sort of sprout your own wings and fly away? Or do you need to keep coming back? And so the, I couldn't help but think as I, as I sat there how parallel it was to some people I know and their relationship with say, a psychologist. They go to talk about their family problems. They go to talk about their past and their history, their issues with their, you know, whatever challenges they have in their life. And yet again, oftentimes you see that they keep going back and back and back and back and back. And it isn't that there's a progression. It's more like a paid friend to listen to what they're doing. Now, I'm not disrespecting the profession. I think that there are a lot of psychologists that do tremendous work, and I also think that they help a lot of people. I'm actually looking at it from the flip side, from the client perspective, and this is bringing me full circle to the point that I was going to make, and that is, 
if that is your perspective, you decide, you know what? Yeah, I think I will take the leap. I'm going to go ahead here and I'm going to invest in, you know, this coach for my life or for my business or whatever it is. That's fantastic. But I think it's important that you have an end in mind. You know, it shouldn't be a lifelong commitment to continuing to work with somebody if you're working on the same things over and over. Now, if you achieve a goal and then you set another goal and you're going to have them help you do that, and so you're growing and ascending through all of that, then excellent. Great on both of you. You know, you're getting what you need and they're delivering what you're paying for. But if you find it's important to evaluate, to question, and not just to take everything at face value as, well, I'm paying for a service. This person has a reputation. Therefore, it must be you know, worth the money that I'm paying. Not necessarily. You need to ask yourself at your own checkpoints every 90 days or every 180 days or every year, are you making progress? Are you better off than you were when you started? Because if you aren't, then it's time to either cut that relationship or find someone else who can help you. Or it's time to look within yourself and say, am I using this as a crutch as opposed to using it as a, a, a source of empowerment where instead of developing and growing, I'm leaning on it as something I can always count on as a security blanket. The idea is it's supposed to get you to a point where you're able to get up and fly. You know, when you have kids and you raise kids and you, you know, develop them throughout the years and watch them grow, you know, there's an expectation that at some point they become their own person. At some point they become an adult and they're able to go out into the world and based on what you've helped teach them and what they've learned, obviously it's a joint effort, they're going to be able to go out there and be successful. They're going to be productive. They're going to be happy. They're going to know how to navigate and figure out the answers to the things that they need in life. And I think that a lot of times, you know, in the, in the whole coaching philosophy, I think that's where sort of this, the, the, you know, the stigma or the bad press comes from, is the fact that if you are using it as a crutch and you're using it as something to enable you as opposed to empower you and get you to the next level, that's where I think it becomes a, an issue. And so evaluate what's right for you Evaluate where you are, evaluate where you want to get, and I would, I would document it. So that way you have something to go back to. You have something to, to use as a checkpoint. And if you're making progress on your own, terrific, great, good for you. You probably don't need any outside help. If you feel stuck or stagnant or moving in reverse or plateaued, then maybe it's time to reach out and give something like that a try. But just keep an eye in mind on the fact that you're looking for growth, you're looking for progress, you're looking for progression, not just for comfort, not just for someone to talk to. For that, you can just find some friends and it'll be a heck of a lot cheaper. Until next time, as always, no matter what it is you want to accomplish in your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.